0: Hello, welcome back to my channel, Christian Faith and Fiction. My name's Lou, and today I'm going to share with you some of the Christian fiction books and some other books that I've been reading recently. So I've got quite a few books that I want to share with you today. I've been filming these books um, reviews as I've been going along, so uh, let's see how I got on. Hi, it's the 14th of April this uh, week. The last couple of weeks I have finished uh, listening to The Sea of Adventure by Ina Blyton, this is a kids mystery and suspense kind of book and I gave that one 9 out of 10 and also um, 1 to Buckle My Shoe by Agatha Christie which was a reread for me but I couldn't remember exactly what happened and I gave that one 10 out of 10. And then we were due t- to read The Souls of Lost Lake by Jamie Jo Wright for our book club, this Um, month. I read the first chapter of it and decided I didn't want to participate just because it seems to be um, about the the murder of a child and I just find that a bit too disturbing to read about but her books are usually quite a little bit creepy and mystery. Um, I've read one before and it's you know that that was okay but the subject in this one was just not something that I wanted to read about. In the last week, I've finished reading a few books. Uh, I finished Uncovering the Love of Jesus by Asherita Chuchu, which is a Lent devotional that I was listening to throughout Lent. This has um, daily readings through the weekdays, and then on the weekends it's got like some um, activities that you can do as families and things. Um, I enjoyed listening to something, I wanted something to go through Lent. Um, I don't think I've got anything particularly new from it, but I enjoyed it. I gave it 6 out of 10. Then I finished listening to Hickory Dickory Dock by Agatha Christie, which is a Hercule Poirot mystery set in a student boarding house, and I gave that one 8 out of 10. And finally, I've just finished reading Oathbound by Victoria McCombs, which is um, she's a christian author this is a fantasy novel about pirates it follows um, two characters two main characters one is emmy who's mother was a famous pirate and um kind of left her with her father on an, an island and so she never wants to go to sea she doesn't want to be like her mother um but she has discovered that she has an incurable disease and then her friend An comes to the tavern where she works and wants her to come with him on a treasure hunting quest. She doesn't want to go but she learns that the place where they're going to may have a cure for her disease and so she agrees to go. This story was magical, it was kind of creepy and spooky in places. Uh, it has some Christian parallels to it in some ways, which were kind of more in the background in this book, and I quite like to see in further books them like drawing it out more and um, making more of that as a storyline. I think there's potential for it, but I have no idea whether that will actually happen. In terms of content, it says it's marketed as a young adult. Uh, There is no sex scenes, there's no bad language, but there is quite a lot of violence in it, and the violence that is there is very descriptive, and kind of gory violence for me it was a bit too much um I am a bit squeamish about things like that and I like physically squirmed as I was reading the book I felt like it was just a bit too much and there's also some kind of ethical dilemmas of whether it you know violence should be portrayed as a good thing or a bad thing even though it's in like a culture I don't know what it's a fantasy world completely um so I can only say the weapons were like swords, cutlasses, knives and like old-fashioned one-shot guns Like I don't know if they're like muzzle guns I don't know, I don't really know enough about weapons but it's like from that sort of era I enjoyed the book, I enjoyed the storyline I thought it was really like twisty and turny and you couldn't predict what was going to happen next um, partly because of the magical elements to it I liked that there was like character growth and journey to that but for me the violence was too much really in the end I gave it a 7 out of 10. This week I finished reading The Mystery of the Hidden House by Enid Blyton and this is another five Find doubters uh, book Miss Children's Mystery um, I didn't like it quite as much as the other ones I've read but I still enjoyed it so I gave it 8 out of 10. And then I also finished Close to You by Kara Isaac. This was a really great Christian contemporary romance. Um, It is set in New Zealand and it follows a um, a tour guide for Tolkien Tours who is taking a group of people around New Zealand to the different film sets of where the Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit films were filmed. And on that tour is a guy called um, Jackson who is um, accompanying his great-uncle. He is trying to get his great-uncle to invest in him. He needs the money for various reasons, which you find out, and um, he needs him to think well of him. So he's pretending to be a um, a Tolkien fan when he really knows nothing about it. So there's quite a lot of humour in this book. It's Um, On one level, you could say it was like a a rom-com, but there's also uh, some heavier parts to it as well. They start off really uh, disliking each other at the beginning, and there's a lot of backwards and forwards, and I felt like it was a really great um, contemporary romance on its own. But it also did have some uh, faith elements to it as well that kind of developed through the book and did have an impact on the story which I was really pleased to see so I definitely want to pick up um, some more of Kara Isaac's books in the future. I gave it 9.5 out of 10 on my blog and 5 stars on Goodreads. This week I finished uh, listening to 5 go to Smuggler's Top by Ina Blyton and I gave that one 10 out of 10 that was really great reread of a children's book that I read years ago, and then I've also finished The Tea Chest by Heidi Chiavarelli, and this is a dual time period novel which follows um, In 1773 it follows Emma who has her father is um, someone who's loyal to the crown this is in Boston and and He is a a merchant, I think, somebody who's fairly wealthy and he has kind of promised her a marriage to another wealthy merchant called Samuel. Um, Neither of those people are very uh, nice people. Um, Emma, her sympathies are with the Patriots and she really likes uh, another guy who... It is um, someone who doesn't have very much money and her family would not approve of at all. And she has to kind of choose between um, whether she will stay loyal to her family or whether she will side with the Patriots. And it all gets tied up with the Boston Tea Party and, and that kind of thing, throwing the tea into the sea. I don't want to say too much more on that one. Um, The present-day story is following Lieutenant Haley Ashworth, who is um, trying to become the first Navy SEAL, elite Navy SEAL, and she is going back to her hometown to kind of settle some uh, ghosts, put to bed things from her childhood and from her past, and having to face up to some things before she goes in to do the... I don't know what it's called, but they're like the training and the qualifications thing to get into this elite Navy SEAL unit. And so she stumbles across the story of Emma, and so it's telling both her story and Emma's story um, a chunk at a time, kind of alternating. It doesn't alternate between chapters, it's several chapters at a time moving backwards and forwards through the story of the two i really enjoyed emma's story i thought i really connected with her emotionally um it's quite hard going at times and i cried on a couple of occasions and it yeah it was harrowing to read some of that um i didn't quite kind of gel with haley's character so much i think You know, I'm never going to be the sort of person who um, runs away to join the Navy. That's just not who I am. So I found it hard to connect with her story quite the same. I still found it interesting to read, um, but I didn't have that emotional connection like I did with the historical story. The content is quite heavy. Um, It's not like dark or, or creepy, but it's quite heavy and it deals with some really heavy topics the characters walk through darkness quite often but um as I'll come to now there's a there's a really good faith content to this book um all the way through there's a message of um god helping people through dark times and people discovering faith through suffering i would say this is one of the strongest faith content um books that I've read in um, the last few years, I I think it was the thing that really carried me through the story and um, particularly in the historical story, I just really loved that um, part of it. was a real strong message of God bringing hope in the midst of darkness. So story-wise, I gave this book 8 out of 10 and I top marks for faith content. I finished reading Shadows of Swanford Abbey by Julie Classen. This is a Regency uh, romantic mystery. Um, So there's a romance going on. There's lots of different mysteries, including one murder mystery. And it's set in an an old abbey that's been converted into a, a hotel. It follows Rebecca who is a companion to um, a lady who returns home to her uh, home village where she grew up to see her brother because her brother is a struggling author and he wants help to get his work published. I'm struggling to think of what I can say that doesn't give too much away with um, the plot. But she meets a guy who she used to have a crush on when she was younger. He's now newly widowed, and um, his name is Sir Frederick. So he's a a bit more upper-class than she is. Um, She is the daughter of the vicar in that place, and I think the vicar was Sir Frederick's tutor. Uh, So she is coming back, meeting up with him, meeting up with old acquaintances. And meeting new people in the hotel. Um, it's listed. It's uh, described as Agatha Christie meets Jane Austen, and the Jane Austen is from the time period, that kind of Regency time period, and also has kind of uh, the feel of Northanger Abbey. Um, Northanger Abbey is like an old abbey that's been converted into a house. This one is be converted into a hotel, and then the Agatha Christie. There's a murder mystery that goes on through in. As part of the story and um, it also it's a bit like those kind of uh, country house closed mystery stories where there's several people strangers staying in a house together this is like several people staying in a hotel together and something happens and everybody's got some kind of mystery so, uh, that they're hiding from other people it's a genteel mystery. I would say it's slower paced and you take a lot of time getting to know all the different characters because there are quite a few of them and hinting at what sort of things that they're keeping as secrets. I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed the writing and the style of it and I enjoyed the romance and particularly all the side mysteries um, as well as the main mystery as well. So um, in terms of story I gave it a 9 out of 10 And in terms of faith um, rating, I'm going to give it a two out of three. Um, I've just started putting together um, a a faith rating system that I'm going to use just to give people an idea of how much Christian content there is in a book. So uh, two out of three, I give this one. It's quite clear that the characters are Christian, but the faith doesn't have a big impact on the story. It's not like the main plot line. This week I finished reading our book pick for um, May. Um, I finished a little late but in time for the chat and that was Meet Me in the Margins by Melissa Ferguson. This um, is listed as Christian fiction on Amazon um, and I was sad to see that there isn't any um, Christian content in this one. So this is a good, clean uh, read. I found it fun, Um, contemporary romance it follows Savannah, who is working in a publishing house and she's also hoping to write a novel, but her publishing house only publishes well, it doesn't publish things like romance and things like that. Her publisher, her, um, yeah, the person in charge at the top think, looks down on romance and she's writing romance, and then one day she's trying to edit through her. Manuscript and someone in the office finds it and starts writing Editorial notes to her in the margins of it and she has this kind of secret backwards and forwards between someone that she doesn't know and her about her manuscript and meanwhile, there's a new boss who's joined the company and she Doesn't know if she likes him or not So it was cute. I enjoyed it. I thought it was fun romance um, I think some people from our book club felt like the uh, the main male character, Will, was a bit flat because we didn't see from his perspective at all. It's all from Savannah's perspective. Um, but I still enjoyed it. I gave it a four stars on Goodreads. Um, I give it, I think it was 8 or 8.5 for story content and a... a faith rating of zero which means it was clean didn't find anything anything problematic in it but there wasn't any christian content whatsoever and then i also finished you were made for this moment by max lucardo this is a non-fiction christian book that is kind of following alongside the story of esther so he he actually includes some kind of almost fictional bits in it like a a few of the chapters read a bit like a biblical fiction and he's kind of going through the story and then giving a devotional um, application for each kind of chapter of the story, each part of the story and I enjoyed it. I thought it was encouraging. Um, One of the main messages in it is like how to deal with when you feel like you're in the winter of season of life and waiting for the spring to come. There are questions at the back which I didn't go through, but you can use them uh, for personal study or for group, uh, as a group Bible study, I guess, using the book and the book of Esther. I don't think I learnt anything particularly new in it, but I've been a Christian for a very long time and I'm very familiar with the book. So I think maybe if I had picked it up when I was less familiar with the story of Esther, then I might have got a lot more from it, but I still found it encouraging and easy to read and i gave it four stars or um eight out of ten those are my thoughts on those books if you have read any of those books um let me know in the comments what you thought of them also if you've read a book recently that you can recommend do share that one as well if you found something useful in today's video please do give it a like And if you're not already subscribed, please do consider doing that and click the notification bell if you want to um, find out as soon as I post a new video. I hope you have a really great reading week and until next time, God bless. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Christian Faith and Fiction podcast. If you would like more information, you can click the link in the description. Don't forget to subscribe on your podcast app to make sure you catch the next episode.